0: Episode 105 Welcome to Dharmic Evolution Hey everybody, I'm your host James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and now international talent agent. Well, we're taking a trip to the great southwest today to visit with a young lady with a heart as big as Texas. She used to stand on top of a pool table with a cue stick in her hand as her microphone, belting out all the classic country hits. It's the story and the music of the wonderful Deborah Delaney. you heard the news there is a brand new musical act out on the airwaves called mercy this is something that you have never heard before it's spiritual it's the truth unleashed with scripture delivered by christine mercy along with drums guitars pianos violins and vocals from singer songwriter james kevin o'connor yes a little bit of heaven on earth and just in time Behold, the brand new single from the forthcoming album, I Am Victorious. Yes, Jesus came, he saw, he taught, he preached, he healed, he suffered unimaginable torture and not only defeated the evils of Satan, but he won the entire war for the entire world. And as he stated in the song, I'm going home, back to the throne, victorious, it's glorious. I've many rooms in my father's house for all of us. It's glorious. Learn to trust in his name. I Am Victorious, the new single, is out now and available on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. Recorded just weeks ago on Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee... Download the single I Am Victorious right now on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. And keep your eyes open for the full album release coming soon. Featuring Come, Bless You, Amen, I'm Afraid, It Is Finished. And yes, the title track, I Am Victorious, available right now. Go to iTunes, CD Baby, or Amazon and download your copy of I Am Victorious today. And keep your eyes and ears open for the new band, Mercy, coming to a venue near you soon. This message is sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. On the Dharmic Evolution today, I am delighted to go to Texas. Yes, with Deborah Delane. Deborah, welcome to Dharmic Evolution.
1: Hi, Hi, James. It's glad to be here.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. And so, a Texas girl, huh? Texas girl that does country (laughs) music. Yeah.
1: Yes, sir.
0: They kind of go hand in hand, don't they?
1: Yeah, they do, I guess. Yeah. We like country down here in Texas.
0: So I'm I'm really digging the um you know, the bio about your current career and all the great things that are happening to you lately. So, you know, give us the story on on all this exciting news, if you can just share with us.
1: Oh my goodness, it's like a fast forward train, isn't it crazy? I'm yeah. so excited, I'm blessed.
0: I love this um
1: yeah, uh, I am. Uh, I guess I am here to say that it's never too late to start a career and follow your passion. Yes. Ever. Right. So yeah. So what I did, I kind of did a little backwards. I raised my kids up, and uh, and then I decided to follow my dreams. And oh my goodness, it's just taken off. I guess once you put your mind to something, <clears throat> you just. Go with it, and wow, it just happens. (laughs) And things
0: are happening. So before we get into all the details, I want to just share with everybody what Deborah's sound is all about. And let's play Covered in Dirt. Yeah.
1: My soul is far from porcelain. Oh, it's covered in mud. Than water, but mud is thicker than blood. I got a reputation for sugar. too scared to be judged we come.
0: How do we get <laughs> covered <you>. in dirt?
1: <laughs> oh goodness, uh, isn't it something? I went back and forth with this song, and you know we all have a little bit of dirt. So, and and I've I've got a new hashtag, the Red Dirt Girl from Texas. So it's funny how dirt comes in to all my songs. Um, but yeah, Covered in Dirt was written by Kirsty Manna, uh, she's a songwriter out of Nashville. Um, I just heard the song, and I I love real songs. I like the truth, and uh, Covered in Dirt pretty much is, wow, really out there and bold, and it's the truth, and it's done really well. A lot of folks like it, and, and it's a fun song to sing. Um, you know, it's just, it's a truth song, and I, I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the beat, and hopefully my listeners love it, and hopefully your listeners love it, but
0: yeah, it's so- just a cool I'm feeling oh. like it's a little bit about um you know about the uh you know these papers they put out, you know magazines and things like that. Yeah. Got a lot of uh, that going on, right?
1: <laughs> yes, yes it does. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's the vibe <laughs> yes, I got. My-
1: yeah, the inquiry minds want to know. So if you're covered in dirt, just listen to it. and Just throw it all out there. Let everybody know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. You know, I gotta, I gotta say though, Deborah, like you, um, I just to backtrack a little bit. The opening, you know, you came on at, uh, I guess it's like seven a.m. If you're in Texas, right?
1: Yeah. Wow. Yes. Now, start- <laughs> uh, I- thank you so much for having me, and it was well worth getting up early for, and. uh, by the way, Jill wanted me to give, uh, send her love and. Oh, thank uh, (laughs) you. She is
0: awesome. Yes, she is awesome. Hey, no. And I, and the reason, uh, the reason I wanted to make a point of that is, you know, you were talking about earlier a little bit about success and it's never too late. And one of the things that I always find that it kind of is a consistency that runs through people who are successful. It's all about showing up and look at you, you come on, you look fantastic. You know, you look like, um, you know, you've been up since, you know, like, whatever but uh you didn't look like a seven o'clock girl even though you had your coffee <laughs> makeup on beautiful suit on and uh you show up you know at seven o'clock when many musicians are probably just going to bed but
1: <laughs> uh, exactly in fact I was up till about two o'clock this morning uh you know I, I spend a lot of time online with my fans and I love communicating with my fans and so yeah i'm I'm like a maybe four to five to six Sometimes, if I'm lucky, six-hour girl sleep. So, yeah, I'm I'm all for it. I guess once you put your mind to something, uh, sleep can wait.
0: Right, right. <laughs> we'll get all the sleep we need when we're dead. Right.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yes, sir. That's yeah. my motto.
0: Well, well, this is this is great because you know these are these are the building blocks of being successful. You know, doing it's all the little things and all of the. Um, all of the habits, the successful habits that you build one on top of another, that kind of help you to achieve what you're trying to achieve. So, uh, I just wanted to acknowledge that uh, that I picked up right away. Um, and let's get let's get back to "Covered in Dirt." So, this song uh, recorded in Nashville. Did you?
1: Yes, yes, sir. I recorded in Nashville uh, with Bill Warner at Warner Works. Um, he uh, pr- he produced the whole entire EP for me. Um, wow, I just flew in actually, no, I drove the first time, so it was pretty crazy. I had this little bunk in the back back of my truck. Of course, we have a truck because we're from Texas. we have to have you trucks.
0: have to it's the law, isn't it? <laughs> yes,
1: it is is so, um, yeah, so I slept in the back truck. It was a sixteen hour drive and got there, and the next morning went to the studio, cut tracks the following day after that, we just punched those songs out and it was so fun. It's yeah. just so fun. I love trying going to Nashville. I love Texas cuz I am a Texan, but I really love uh I may have to get me another little place over there, a second like a second destination home. But uh I really love Nashville. I love the people. Um it's just a great, great, great city.
0: There's nothing quite like the Music City, right?
1: Yes, yeah. it's just Especially when you have it in your blood, it's just crazy. You wake up thinking about music, you go to bed thinking about music. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. The whole the whole city is like that, which which is just yeah. a, it's a contagious vibe everywhere you go. You know.
1: Yes. And it
0: when I'm is. down there, I love to eavesdrop. And I just love to sit because I'm usually by myself when I record down there. And after the sessions, I go out and I always have my little my little tiny little notebook. And I just love to sit and listen to the conversations. And invariably, they're always about, hey, what's going on? What's charting? What's how'd you do last week with your songs? Like everybody's everybody's either a writer, a singer, a guitar player or something
1: yeah so much inspiration whenever you step off that plane in Nashville,
0: yeah, yeah, so tell me a little bit about you growing up, Deborah, how you got connected to music as um as a young girl like when when were you influenced like what age did this all start for you
1: um wow, well, I was probably influenced in the womb, you know that's cliche, but yeah, I really feel that because i i just i can't remember not ever uh being involved in music. Um, I have a lot of family members that that play instruments, that sing and you know just sitting around a campfire or a fish fryer or barbecue or anything like that its just always been in my in my life and um, it's weird because my sister, my brother, my mom, my father they don't sing, they don't play any instruments. I guess I'm the only one that was the songbird on our vacations, so I was the singer and whenever we traveled, it was so fun. So I was very excited to go travel to my grandmother's because I was the, I was the entertainment all the way from wherever we were uh, back to grandies. So it was pretty fun.
0: Yeah. So, so
1: I just always had it.
0: So how about the rest? Any siblings that played, or nobody? <laughs> you're just the only the only one.
1: No, I'm the only one. They sing with me a little bit, but my, now my son, my um, my oldest son, he plays guitar and is singing. Uh, but as far as my siblings, my, myself, no, they don't. They just listen.
0: So did you get <laughs> did you get a lot more allowance than they did because you were like the you were the headliner?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, sometimes I was told to be quiet. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> yeah, you were so busy upstaging the entire family, you know.
1: <laughs> so, yes, I would get on the. the the fireplace hearth with my broomstick or anything I could use as a mic as a young child. Yes, I was, I was always singing. I love to sing, so yeah.
0: So I in like influences like when you were growing up, like who were you listening to? I'm assuming you were listening to country uh, music growing up.
1: Yes, yes, the whole time we had a. I was raised on a ranch in Uvalde, and we had a game room, and it had an old jukebox in there. And um, it had all the, you know, the grades, Patsy Cline, Loretta Lynn, Tanya Monette, George Jones, Hank Williams. I could go on and on and on. And in the middle of that room was a pool table. And I would get up on that pool table with the pool stick and, you know, that was my stage. And I would just punch those songs out of that jukebox and, you know, I could just picture at that young age, you know, all the folks down there just listening to me sing uh, Coal Miner's Daughter or whatever I was singing. It was just... Yeah, I just had all of those in my life all the time. Marty Robbins, he was a big influence. But
0: and you yeah. said you said you were you grew up in Uvalde? Is that correct?
1: Yes, Uvalde, Texas. Uvalde, oh
0: Texas. Now, where is that in relationship to anything, uh, you know, Dallas or Houston it, or?
1: Yeah, it's south of San Antonio, and it was way out. Oh. I say Uvalde, Texas. I wasn't I wasn't raised in the in the town. We went to town maybe once a day. Do you know that I had a chicken nugget whenever I was like 13? I didn't have a chicken nugget until I was like 13 in between 13 and 14. It was crazy. We went to town once a day. So I had to do I had nothing to do but play in that room or run around the ranch. And I spent most of the time in front of that jukebox, so
0: so chicken nuggets are almost like a you know, that's a prerequisite to, to life in Texas, right?
1: Yes, yes, I don't eat them now, I don't okay. eat them now, but I was very amazed when I put that chicken nugget in my mouth at the age of 13 or 14, something like that, right? You probably I, I burnt
0: out on them, right? Had enough. <laughs>
1: Yes, no more chicken nuggets for me. <laughs> so,
0: so tell me about the music scene. I mean, is it like we're in that particular part of Texas, was it all steeped in country? Was that most of what was permeating through the airwaves?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, of course. Um, of course, we didn't have internet radio or anything like that. Back then, we had FM or AM or whatever. But in Uvalde, there was a very, very famous... Um, well, in our neck of the woods, a uh, dance hall called the Purple Sage. Okay. And and all, all of the... I learned how to dance when I was uh, nine years old on the standing on my dad's feet to a a John Conley concert. So, all, and, and it's just... That's... We were all either dancing. My parents loved to dance. So we were always at the... They were always dancing. Whether we were with them or not, they were dancing and... Uh, the music was just there all the time. That's just what we, that was our entertainment in that little town was the Purple Sage, and uh, to drive by it today, it's closed now. But to drive by it today, there's so many memories because so many great artists were there as I grew up. And George Strait, of course, he was there several times because you know he's from Texas too. But
0: right, so so you incorporated the singing. The dancing was happening, but you said I'm gonna I'm gonna raise the bar and start singing and dancing. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. Yes.
0: And and, yes. and thus the higher allowance, of course, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so so when did you when did you realize, Deborah, that you had an inkling to write songs? Did you feel like at some point like you just said, "I'm going to take a swing at this," or what happened with you?
1: Yeah. I just um, you know, as a little girl, I was very very shy, believe it or not. No, I'm, I'm not like believing
0: that at all.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. yes i was very shy so that's where my outing was he was was writing so i've written for a long time um and i, I don't know uh, i don't know you know what other songwriters really do but i seem to write in the wee hours of the morning um and i've just been doing that for a long time uh and throughout the day I just something will pop into my head and I'll just say oh my god I have to write that down or oh my god thank God for voice uh, recorders on your phone these days because wow it really it it saves so much because you never know where you're gonna get inspired I could get inspired at a a Conoco or an Exxon or you know anywhere so I just always wrote I used to keep a journal whenever I was little um, because I was so shy so I would write down all the stuff, and it's. Uh,
0: you know, speaking of being shy, you know, it's the old introvert extrovert type thing. I think a lot of performers like yourself tend to be, um, you know, tend to be. Sh- Hello, Deborah. De-
1: My goodness, we have a bad storm going on right now.
0: Is you have a storm it's going bad. on?
1: Yeah, it's raining, and I was so praying that it wouldn't affect uh, our our interview. But it looks like it did. I'm so sorry for that. 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 That's
0: okay. That's, That's okay. okay. So That's so okay. let's just pick it so, up where uh, <laughs> where we left off. So I I wanted to just address the um, talking about being shy. Now I think that a lot this happens a lot. I think people that are very very introverted and shy are, uh-huh. um, you know, once they get a stage under their feet, they are extroverted yes. and not so shy. And that's kind of like, are
1: exactly
0: yeah, fine. yes, it's the, yeah. I, I don't know, it's the entertainer in all of us. And I think the more introverted you are, like in, in normal circles, the more extroverted you become because you're, you're allowed that platform and that release. So you get to be the entertainer that you really are inside.
1: Exactly. It's weird whenever I'm on stage. or It doesn't bother me now, but whenever I first started out, uh, yeah, I was very nervous. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to be so nervous when I get on that stage. You know, years ago.
0: Yeah. And- you know,
1: that's my comfort zone, and I'm in my zone up there, and it just feels so normal, so natural. So I really, I really love it, and I love to entertain. I love to see the reaction of the crowd.
0: And you've been, pr- <laughs> you've been practicing your whole life since you were a little girl, right? I- Standing up but on yes, the. I- pool table and at the fire hearth and you know yes yes yeah so 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 that's a really good thing and i want to just let everybody know that it's time to play memphis without the blues woohoo To Bill Warner, also,
1: yes, sir. Yeah. Um, and another Kirsty Manico, right? Uh, she's she's pretty fantastic. The song is so fun to sing, even though I drive a Corvette. Hey, I'll sing about black Mustangs,
0: <laughs> yeah. Gotta love the Mustang, you know. It's it's another Mustang <laughs> Sally,
1: <laughs> yeah. It's really fun to sing. There's not really a story around that other than. It is just a kicking song, and I just, when I heard it, I was like, oh my goodness, that is a rocking country song. I love it. I have to sing it.
0: Well, the storm tried to take us out, but Deborah and I are very tenacious. We're hanging in there. Right back to her story after this message. You know, in today's world, most people are struggling with something. It may be someone in your life who has a serious illness, a family member who has been incarcerated death of a loved one, job loss, or one of the many, many challenges we find ourselves immersed in. There is good news, however, and I'm here to tell you about Christine Mercy, spiritual teacher, seminary professor, and songwriter. Christine Mercy, who loves and deeply cares for all people, regardless of race, age, or creed. Dr. Mercy has a powerful ministry called Mercy Worldwide Ministries. This ministry cares for the sick and the dying and the disabled. If you have a need for prayer or perhaps a project that requires support, reach out today at mercyworldwideministries.com. Let's face it, we all need a trusted mother figure to give us a hand up from time to time. Reach out to mercyworldwideministries.com today and check out the programs and resources available to you. Sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. That was cool. That was totally cool. So bring us in the studio on that one, Deborah. Tell us about the event. It sounds like the whole band was kind of live doing this one with a few overdubs. Oh, no.
1: Oh no, uh, it wasn't actually. But I was in the studio when they were cutting tracks, and I was just like jamming out with um, with you know the the work vocals, the the just the scratch vocals, and I think that. Uh, I just get so excited in the studio. It's so funny because Bill Warner has a nickname for me. It's uh, DPS. And he said, DPS. And I was like, what the heck is that? I've never even had a ticket. And he says, no. It stands for Debra Positioning System. You have to stand in front of the mic. I said, I know, but it's so hard because, you know, I just... It's, you, you have to get that mentality and that momentum going in the studio because it can get kind of boring just standing there, you know? So right. I just... I just picture myself that I'm at a show and, yeah, I just took off with that song and it was so funny because Bill was like, "Whoa, you—that's like crazy." Yeah, and I so said, yeah.
0: He did make you. He did make you check your jewelry at the door, right?
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. That's funny you said that because one time I came into the studio and I had all my bracelets on and everything. He says, "We don't need any extra percussion, so can you right. like?" Dip
2: the
0: <laughs> It's a cacophony of noise here. the engineer must have been tearing his headphones off
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is so it was a great song it's yeah, very fine
0: yeah, what I meant by um by live, I was talking about the um you know the band itself where they you know they didn't do tracking. Yeah. they just all played together, right and they no
1: they did tracking they, oh, they do did do tracking
0: really wow, yes. it doesn't sound like that at all it sounds so energized, you know
1: it was a really cool studio that they did it in, um, in fact ZZ Top uses that same studio to, to do their tracking because the sound in that studio is just fantastic and I couldn't even tell you what the name of it is because it's actually a house, uh, uh, Johnny Cash was, had done some of his music in there, and but yeah, it's just a, the acoustics in that house is just really cool. Um, that we used for that track
0: yeah that's most of all nashville like the whole music row scene is mostly mm-hmm. just old you know small houses converted into studios yeah. which is yes. you know they must have tapped into some kind of vibe because it works so well you know it just like it, the 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 magic continues to happen it seems you know yes
1: yes yeah. it's those old walls. if they can speak you know there's it's just uh i think it's just a. Uh, Uh, the spirits of the music years and years and years so
0: yeah that positive vibe right Mm -hmm. so hey deborah tell me how did you get to be connected to nashville what was the story tell us about the long and winding road from yovale texas to nashville okay
1: (laughs) yes let's go back to like in my early Oh gosh, early 20s You know, I recorded I have a single Actually, back then single was two songs Not like today, it's just one song Right. But I recorded two songs in the early 90s And my So I started recording in Nashville a long time ago But I just actually Actually started releasing stuff in the last year But um, Yeah, it started way back then And I had a really, really, really cool Um Producer and he just found me. I said, and this is funny because I was in Arizona at the time and I had a friend in Arizona and she, uh, I recorded some stuff in a in a studio in Arizona and she got a hold of that and sent it to Nashville. This is how it happened. Okay. And uh, and I got a call after these after this person you know received my demo. And he's like, uh, "You need to come to Nashville and record some songs. I'm going to start sending you. Something. Is this something that you'd like to do?" And I said, well, of course! That's every girl's dream. That's, you know, exp- of course, it was mine." Sure. Um, so I just went and did it, and oh my goodness, let me tell you what happened. I was I was so young, I was so nervous. So I got to the studio, got to Nashville, got to the studio. I sang all the way from Texas to to the studio. Uh, you know, I was just so nervous. And I got there, and I lost my voice. Don't ever sing before (laughs) you.
0: No, this couldn't have happened.
1: Oh. (laughs) Yeah. I was singing Whitney Houston, all kinds of stuff, all the way from Texas to Nashville. Yes. so I got there. So if there's any uh, any, uh, potential uh, singers that are listening... Do not sing to the top of your lungs on the way to Nashville to go into the studio. Yeah, <laughs>
0: you bad got to get a song out of that. You got to write one about it. I know. It. <laughs>
1: yes, yes, I am. It was so funny. It wasn't at the time. Let me tell you, because I stepped up to that mic and that vocal booth and I was like, nothing came out.
0: <laughs> wow. So, so what <laughs> so, did you do? Did you got? Were you able to save the session the next day, or was it that was just a blown no. opportunity?
1: No, it was it was, No, it wasn't blown opportunity. It was a blown session. So yeah. I came home for right. two weeks and went on vocal rest and went back two weeks later. Recorded the songs. Um, I never released them. They're great songs. Uh, they're very classic country. Maybe one of these days I'll release them, but uh, you know, just because of the story behind them. Right. But anyway, I got I got a little cold feet because my children were still young, little toddlers. Right. So and so I never released them I just put them out for streaming and stuff but um and then I did it again in two thousand and two thousand and one. 2001 I went back and recorded two more songs and um my daughter was only golly three weeks old I thought oh no I can't do it yet so I was just afraid to bring my children into the scene at such a young age
0: yeah so let me ask and you then, this backing up just for a second when you went mm-hmm. back after you lost your voice, and then you did two weeks of rest, and then you came back the second time, were you silent as a mouse the whole trip? Yes. 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 Good. 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 <laughs> Just little sips of lemon tea and no talking.
1: Yes.
0: You didn't even. Yes. You didn't even raise your voice at the toll booth, right?
1: No, I didn't even <laughs> tell my kids to go time out. They were so lucky that week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so you did a you did a, a thing that was very familiar to me. Um, you stayed, you know. You kind of just put put your career on hold for a while and raised your children. Is that kind of what I'm figuring? Yes, here? sir. Yeah.
1: Yes, sir. And and I was just itching to do it, but my kids were, um, you know, I didn't I didn't want them to be in that, you know, traveling and and all that stuff. And I wanted them to live, you know, with mom, right, uh, growing up, because I, when I grew up, my parents were gone a lot. They owned a trucking company uh, rent, uh, hauling cattle and the cattle business. So I think that had a lot to do with it. I didn't, they were gone a lot and, um, I didn't want to, I wanted to be there for my children. Right. So, um, so that's why. You are a good
0: mother. Let me tell you.
1: Thank you. Timing is everything is how I look at it. And, and it doesn't matter because, uh, whether you start young or I, I just feel that because, you know, good Lord, puts us in our spot whenever
0: well the other thing is that don't you agree Deborah? that music is so timeless it doesn't matter I mean you know fortunately for us we're not professional athletes which you know seems to have a very short um, shelf life but in music uh-huh. like it doesn't matter if you're 6 years old or like bb king played in literally almost till the day he died i mean he was uh, he was on the road doing like i think it was like 250 shows a year or something and and then it was like yes. um okay everybody put out a thing on facebook listen i'm fine i'm in hospice and and then he was he was gone just like that yeah,
1: you know? uh, he lived his 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 passion which is so so amazing I love B.B. King's music he yeah. is just he just makes your heart just thump when you hear him and, and the passion he had in his you could just see it through his face it was just be- beautiful beautiful yeah.
0: And uh, um, so, yeah. Les, Les Paul was another one. Les Paul played in yes. New York City f- until, like, every single Monday night, he had a standing gig there. Um, uh, the the, the I, I, I can't remember the name of the club. Will come to me, but you know, these people just played and played, and they could have done anything, but they chose, you know. Or yes. music, music chose them, I guess, is a better way yeah. to put it, you know. But that's that's the it's wonderful right. thing about about music. It it really, um, it's there for you to embrace it at any time in your life, which is just great, you know. Yeah, so and you just you know.
1: never know. You just never know who it's going to touch, you know. If you have that, you know, I used to be nervous about things whenever I was younger, you know. But I, I thought about it, and I thought, you know, um, of course, as an artist, and a lot of artists are very critical of themselves, and they want to be hit the note, hit the note, hit the note. But when the passion takes over, and uh, you have, you want—I mean, me, I want to touch people. I want to, I want to pick the songs. I want to write the songs to touch people—the real truth of you know of of life. Right. And whenever I get a hold of some of those songs, you know, it's so funny because you say I was up so early, my phone dings. and I got such an incredible incredible response on one of my songs, Who's Gonna Love Me? I'm not sure if you have the track but anyway that song um, has a very strong message and um, if people would wait to the end the last verse is so powerful it's a very slow start of the song and everything, but anyway, I got a response on that song this morning that that is why, and it gave me that pump this morning. Every day I get a pump of something, just pumped up about what my song, what my music is doing for other people, and whenever you look at it from that aspect, you have an obligation to, to do what God's gift that he gave you, it's your responsibility, I feel, to put it out there because uh, you never know who it's going to f- touch, or you never know who it's going to—you know—they just may hear one little thing and wow, it could change something for them for forever.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. It's so well stated, Deborah. Because yes, that's the that's the entire reason why you should be doing what you're doing. So, no, I don't have that tra- track unfortunately, but I think people would love to hear one and only. So let's play that one, <laughs> one and only, with Deborah Dilling. Awesome.
1: You've been on my mind, I grow fonder every day, myself in time, just thinking of your face, God only knows, why The only one that I want I don't know why I'm scared Cause I've been here before.
0: I love that track. That was really, you know, it reminds me, Deborah, of we were talking earlier about, um, and uh, forgive me for paraphrasing, but you said something to the effect that, um, you know, don't, I'm not so interested in squeaky, perfect, clean, but it's all about the emotion. And, man, you slayed it on that track. But I felt it in wow. every bone in my body
1: awesome that is
0: what i'm going for yeah it yes. was killer i just love that track that was i mean you you just owned that thing and you just had so invested so tell us about that song and um you know the writing and and just the the instrumentation i heard that b3 hammond come in and it was just so well done on every level you this uh, you're
1: not gonna believe it but this song Do you... Of course, you know Adele. That's an Adele song. I did a rendition of it and tried to make it a little country. Wow.
0: That killed...
1: Southern... Yes. uh, That was on her album, 21. And um, I love that song. I had been singing it for... You know, whenever I put out the EP, I thought, should I do some... You know something I've always wanted to do that like take take someone's song and you know they have their version and I, if you love it so much it's just something you want to put out there yeah. and uh, I felt like I love Adele's music I love her emotion and her stories and and I um, whenever I decided to do the EP and release it that was the first song that I chose to do that one re, you know that one remake or cover or whatever to put on there um, it's such a powerful message and and such a
0: soulful song I just had to sing it you, you, so it was such a great selection for you that was perfect, really, I could feel that in my bones, that was great, really really great, so <laughs> um, let me ask you about the touring thing now, if if you are I mean, um, I, I, I suspect your your children are a little bit older now so that, yes. like, so are you in a position where you can go out and do live performances now, and, and yes,
1: okay. yes, in fact my, my middle son He's the one that said it. He said, Mom, it's your turn. It's time. So when he told me that a year and a half ago, boy, howdy, I jumped on it. So, yeah, they are in their 20s. Yes, so I'm going for it. I'm signed with Heart Songs Corporation, and Jill Fabble is my manager now. And uh, she's keeping me pretty busy. So, yes, I'm fixing to release. um, In July, we recorded she produced a a kicking song um i'm so excited about it it's uh, the titles i like my cowboys dirty here we go with the dirt again <laughs> <That's where they're- laughs> i
0: love it <laughs> yeah that's
1: why they're called dirt girl from texas so but anyway uh that song releases uh september pre-order september 5th and releases on itunes september 30th and it is so fun larry beard um uh, beard music group um did the production on it and I'm so excited about this song uh, of course it's uh, <laughs> I guess y'all have to wait till it comes out but yeah there's a few little hints and sneaky clips on uh, on my Facebook but I'm very excited about this song and I love Jill I love Heart Songs Corporation I'm involved also with Heart Songs Veterans I love serving our vets I have many veterans in my family uh, respect so much respect and salute to them because they they give off for our freedom and, um, uh, if there's any way that I can give back, it's going to be with music and uh, I'm working on a, a patriotic. I've never done a patriotic song. Um, but I'm working on one now and, um, Jamar Leith is the actual writer on it. And uh, as soon as I get that out, I'm donating the proceeds to our veterans through Heart Songs for Veterans. So I'm very excited about that. I yep. love to do benefits, I love to do all that kind of stuff.
0: Wow, that's awesome. Are you like an ambassador for the Heart Songs? Yes. For, for Texas? Yes, sir. Yeah.
3: Yes. Great. Sir. Mm-hmm. Congratulations!
0: I think that is such an amazing thing that Jill does um, on behalf of so many with so much talent. In of, of course, including yourself, Deborah. Um, and I just you know, I just love the fact that you guys are so um, giving of yourselves with your talent, and your abilities to help these others. So, uh, folks, keep an eye out and an ear out for. I like my cowboys dirty. You gotta love that title, <laughs> right? You know. <laughs> It must be like built into your DNA, you know, Texas and roping and riding in the dirt and all that good stuff, you know?
1: (laughs) Yes. Bull riding. I love bull riders.
0: The bull riding people. do Do you do bull riding?
1: Heck no! I ride horses, but I can't get on a bull. I'm scared of them.
0: Nothing, <laughs> nothing would surprise me about you, a lady who makes up her mind about things. Hey, so tell me, tell me again more about the gigging thing. Are you going to do like, um, are you going to do regional uh, gigs, local Hello. gigs, or what? What's everywhere, the everywhere,
2: wherever,
1: everywhere, wherever I can sing when the song releases, wherever Jill puts me, I'm gone. In fact, I'll be in New York. Um, I'm not sure the date yet. She hasn't come. Um, Justin said all the dates, but we have a tour going on right now. The first kickoff I hosted and Jill hosted, uh, we did a, uh, last month we did, we started the tour off uh, for the Heart Songs for Veterans, July 31st, and oh my God, it was such a great time. Uh, We had it here in Texas and Bandera, and the next ones are, they're going to be in Houston, um, uh, Florida is is the one that's happening next. I think it's next week. And all over, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the one that's in New York because I've been to New York once, and I'm so ready to go back and uh, bring some redneck and um, red dirt to New York. I would love to there sing some go. country music in New York.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> well, let us know. Put it up on Facebook because uh, I'd lo- yes. love to come and see it because I'm a chip shot away from uh, from good old Manhattan. So let's hey, let's do another one. I got to get another one in here, and this is called Dig.
2: Check it out. Another
1: nerve song. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. I've always been your go-to. You say the only one who knows you. But I've been hearing secrets within the beat of your heart. You must like walking on a wire. Anything to keep your feet out of the fire Try to hide the heat But I find a no way to figure it out A lie, a, a lie, a lie A lie, a lie Gonna dig, gonna dig it up I'm gonna dig I bet you'll be in trouble when the earth hits my shovel Like a jigsaw puzzle It'll law fall into place Her red lipstick sitting on your cheek Little tall tales never gonna come clean Don't mind if my hands get dirty That's my saving grace A lies, a lies, a lie A lies, a lie Gonna dig, gonna dig it up. Gonna dig, gonna dig, gonna dig it up. Gonna dig, gonna dig, gonna dig it up. gonna dig it up, dig. gonna dig, gonna dig,
0: gonna dig it up, dig. gonna dig, gonna dig, gonna dig it up. gonna dig. Yeah, digging it, digging it. So what are you digging up, Deborah? <laughs> Share. Please oh, do.
1: Digging out some secrets.
0: Okay, come on. I'm like, I'm not the <laughs> inquirer, but I'm the best, you know, version I could come up with on short notice. <laughs> so what are you digging up?
1: Anything I can get my hands on <laughs> there we go,
0: okay hey um I wanted to ask you, in addition to the firepower of um Jill Pavel and Bill Warner, you're also now connected with uh Rick Barker, former manager yeah. of Taylor Swift is that right
1: Yes, sir he is so fun, such a great guy, and he is to the point um he sent me an email one time he said, you know uh I have a lot of artists that that uh um that hit me up for manager and whatever, da, 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 da. And uh, he said, but there's there's just a few that are ready. I don't know exactly what the email said. I can't remember, but it's been a while. But, uh, yeah, he is, I started with him before I met Jill. He is um, teaching me and coaching me, and he's like my one-on-one coach for my uh, social media and building my fan base and how to build it the correct way as far as, like, finding my audience so he's an in, incredible man um, incredible him and I mean I can't I can't be blessed in any I guess I can but right now I feel so totally blessed because of my team that's around me with him and Jill together they are unstoppable it is crazy 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 how fast things are happening because you know your your people that in your circle uh, that you have um, when they Feel the passion that you do. That's that's. It just makes everything else just so great. So
0: I know. Yeah, I know what happened here. You did the right thing. You raised your babies. You were there, taking care of them. You're a good mother, and the Lord blessed you with His blessings. Are now overflowing in your cup because of all the the good things that you've done in your life. So that's awesome. Really, really great.
1: Yeah, he gets credit for. For all the glory, I am truly blessed. I really, really feel that. Um, but yeah, I'm totally grateful. I love my fans. I love people. And what more to to uh, to do than to, you know, express music? Music is just that's why it has beats. I mean, our heart beats, so so does music. <laughs> so
0: so it's been a long ride since the old school jukebox, right? <laughs> To to where you yes! are now. Huh? Isn't it crazy? <laughs> I prob- love it. You probably never imagined that uh, your life would be, <laughs> you know, spinning into the direction that it is right now, but I'm so happy for you that it is. So um, as we're winding down, I just wanna give a shout out to all of your fans and all the people who are uh, around the world listening to Dharmic Evolution. Where can we go to support Deborah Delane? Send us to the right place, Deborah.
1: Awesome. I am always on Facebook, but my website is www. music.com music. com. You subscribe, then oh my gosh, you'll hear everything. But mostly, I am on Facebook, um, Deborah Delaine. Uh, you punch in Deborah Delaine anywhere, I come up. I'm on Twitter. I'm on. I'm just always on there with my fans. If my phone beeps, I if I don't respond, it's because My
0: phone's dead. Or you decided to get some sleep, right? You know, you're entitled for sure. OK, well, exactly. listen, I will not see you on a an, on a bull riding event, but I may see you in New York City. So I'm looking forward yes! to that. You know, make sure you uh, post where you're going to be so we can all get out and support you. And I just want to oh, oh. I just want to acknowledge your beautiful music and your tenacity and your your wonderful, wonderful, humorous nature. Really enjoyed having you on the Dharmic Evolution. So just want to wish you all the best success in the world, Deborah.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Very grateful.
3: Do you ever wonder why you were created and what you're here to do? Then the geography of the soul will help you to find your true place in this world. The music is so inspirational, including tracks such as I Want to Be Loved, State of Grace and Ride On. James Kevin O'Connor is an internationally acclaimed singer, songwriter, music producer, entertainment agent, and a loving father who leads you to find your true place and calms your mind and soul in breathtaking ways. By Geography of the Soul today by James Kevin O'Connor at iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon, james kevin o'connor.com geography of the soul the beautiful cd that you need to own today by james kevin o'connor
0: sponsored by the james o'connor agency covered in dirt memphis without the blues one and only dig That was an awesome time with Deborah Delane. I know you guys dug that as much as I did. Hey, you can check out Deborah on the Dharmic Evolution website now in 55 countries and growing strong. And we are very close to launching our very own radio TV satellite network that will put this show into 198 countries really, really soon. Yes, it's all happening via the James O'Connor Agency, an international talent agency designed to broadcast your global career. Stay tuned for all the details. You can now visit the site to find out all about the exciting work we're doing around the world. So go over to the JamesO'ConnorAgency.com or dharmicevolution.com and check out your show and blog profile right now. If you've been on the show, you are on the Dharmic Evolution website and people from 55 countries are logging in to see you. So that's it for me today. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and now international talent agent Broadcasting your global career. So until the next time, when we meet again,
2: I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Ride on, don't baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery. If wishes were windows, I'd open one and Freedom is really a simple state of mind So ride on, ride on Baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on We can untangle all the mystery Ride on, ride on Baby, baby, you and I can find the key Ride on, ride on We can unlock each other's destiny